Welcome to the Motion Podcast by ABB. I'm Fran Scott, scientist, presenter, and massive engineering fan. In each episode, we'll be exploring the exciting stories that make ABB motion, from world-changing technology to the future of industrial motor design. And we'll be looking at arguably the most important issue of our time, energy efficiency, asking how these technologies can help make our world a cleaner, more efficient place. So what will we be discussing in the Motion Podcast by ABB across this series? Well, of course, we'll be looking at the technologies that ABB lead the way in, and that is motors and generators and their applications across the world. From world-changing technologies such as drives and electrical motors to the future of digital offerings. It's 200 years since Faraday first invented the electric motor, and now they are more important than ever before. As we know, the world is changing so fast and climate change, population, urbanisation, they are all on the rise. And it's been estimated that if all of the 300 million industrial electric motor-driven systems that are currently in operation were replaced with optimised high-efficiency equipment such as that that ABB produces, global electricity consumption could be reduced by an impressive 10%. So with that in mind, and how many motors are used in industry across this series, we're going to be looking at how electric motion plays a hugely significant role in the future of tech through energy efficiency, automation, mobility and beyond. Today, we are looking at low voltage motors and just how vital they are, not only now, but also for the future. And in this, we'll be understanding a bit more about ABB's SYNRM, so that's Synchronous Reluctance Motor, and how it's changing the future of industry. SYNRMs, they're not like the motors that you might think about. They don't have permanent magnets. They're not even induction motors. They are very different entities, as we will be discovering. But one thing they are absolutely brilliant at is being efficient. And efficiency is so, so important when it comes to motors. And when it comes to global electricity that is used worldwide, more than 45% of that is used by electric motors. And if we concentrate on just the electricity that is used in industry, then it's 70% that is consumed by the electric motor systems. So any efficiency saving we can make to motors will make a massive difference to energy consumption. And this is vital if we are to achieve that target of net zero emissions by 2050. Now, to discuss all of this with me today, I am joined by two brilliant guests. We have Joris Cockert, who is the Global Head of Sales for the Division of IEC Low Voltage Motors at ABB. Hello, Joris. Hi, Fran. Hi. And also we have Glenn Hickman, who is the Technical Director at Centridge Limited. Hello, Glenn. Good morning, Fran. (laughs) Hello. And thank you both for joining me today. Let's start at the beginning, which is always a good place to start. Um, Joris, could you explain to us in a little bit more detail about ABB's um, IEC Low Voltage and what the team does there? 
first of all, we develop new techniques to improve the effectiveness and the efficiency of these motors. Um, not only from a technology point of view, but also from an application point of view. That means that we have to understand into what kind of applications these motors are ending up. Is it in, for example, in a, in a compressor, a pump application, a fan application? Um, and then, of course, every industry segment has different kind of needs as well. Food and beverage is something different than the mining industry. Um, it's something different than oil and gas industry or chemical industry. So we are playing to all these different kinds of segments and activities and applications. And this is where we with ABB bring these kind of value adds to customers, not only from motors, but also combined with our technology like frequency converters. So it's important that our team understand what customers want and how do they want that these technologies used into their application. You start with very small motors up to very, very big uh, motors for very large and big applications. So it's not only important for those very massive applications, it's also for the very small ones. Fair enough. So any motor that's used in industry, that is where ABB is at. And no matter Correct. what the size, there is there is no motor too small that you can make efficient, is what you're telling me. Uh, uh, and, and, and the opposite as well. No motor big enough that we will not make more efficient as well. That, that was assumed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good to know. <laughs> so we spoke a bit about the, the need for the industry to look at how it's handling the, the rapid changing world. But can you explain to us a little bit more why ABB are offering this, these more efficient motors? You know, why, why have you gone down there? You were saying that, you know, it was seen as an old-fashioned kind of motor. What has changed? First of all, I think there's more and more awareness about how do we consume our energy and, and what do we do with it? Uh, and I think everyone has the obligation to find out how do we use that old energy bill more effectively. Um, and, and as motors have a big piece of that uh, total consumption bill, it's important to look into that. Now, it's not only the consumers and the end users who are using our motors who are getting more awareness, it's also about uh, local legislation, new rules, like for example in Europe, with, uh, they say on the 1st of July this year, there is, there is no way that any company can sell any motor that is uh, with a lower efficiency than IE3. And IE3 is just a definition or a class where we say, how efficient a motor should be, and it cannot be less than a certain bandwidth that is defined. So the next generation is IE4, and in two years, um, there will be a, a, a strict rule that nobody can sell in Europe any motor that is less than IE4. Now, where, where we are aiming at, of course, we are following all these regulations, not only in European countries, but also outside uh, Europe, in, in other territories like in Asia or Latin America, uh, or in Middle East Africa, where we say, okay, how do we use this kind of standards and use customers, or sorry, bring this value to customers in a more, let's say, outspoken way. Now, the other part, uh, and here it becomes interesting, and this is why we have this discussion, is that uh, we're not talking anymore about IE2, IE3, IE4. We look beyond that one. What is happening? Because let's not wait for another two years and say, okay, here we are with IE4. Uh, why do we not already talk about the next level, IE5? And although the standards are not officially defined yet, how, how effective or efficient these motors have to be, we are stating that we are already bringing technology to our customers with saying we have an IE5 application, 
with our CNRM drive combined application possibilities. And this is where we try to offer value to customers thinking like if you have to change an existing motor into a more effective one, why not looking and comparing already to technology that is available today and take a more, let's say, a more expressive leap than the regulation is, is dictating to us. That, and that, that's incredible just in terms of, yeah, don't only just do what you're told to do, actually look at the bigger picture and go, actually, what what should we be doing to make this sustainable? Because it is all about that energy efficiency. And it does make me really see things in a new light as to how much motors must be used in industry. Could you give me some examples of where they are used? Because basically, is it anything that turns? That's a motor, right? Correct. I mean, everything that is movement in an industry where it's uh, converting electricity into movement, you, you need an electrical motor. Um, so the, the install base of motors we're looking at is, is, is mind-blowing on a global scale. I mean, we make an estimation of yeah, more than... 300 million motors are actively turning as we speak. So the question mark is that how many of these motors are, let's say, turning already for 20, 30 years with low efficiency? So the question mark here also is that um, if we look into some specific applications, and let's, let's, let's take one in particular, pump application. If we, if we see how many motors are direct online, means that the motor is directly linked to a pump and it's turning all the time full capacity. But maybe the need or the request on the inside of the pump is not always 100%. Um, so what we do, we keep the motors turning for 100%, the pump as well, and then we turn a valve into halfway to reduce the output. Now, you can imagine that there's more friction, more, more losses because the pump needs to work harder to get all that water through the, the more narrow uh, pipe, let's say. So, if we start combining our motors together with a drive, a frequency converter to change the speed of the motor, depending on what you need on the output, there we gain a lot of energy efficiency because we need less energy to just get the exact output that we need. Now imagine if you combine then a more effective motor or more efficient motor together with that drive and frequency converter, then we take another leap. So. We with ABB, we provide a, a package and a solution, and it's like a one-stop shop where you say, okay, I have an application here. Can you help us out? How do we make it more effective and more efficient? And, and that's not only for one industry. It's across all the industries, across all kinds of applications, because I could tell you the same story for a compressor application, a fan application. If it's now in the food and beverage or if it's now in the mining industry, or if it's in the chemical industry, it's 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 really applicable everywhere. And, and that is what we're aiming for. That makes total sense. So not only are you looking at actually the specific motors and how to make those more efficient, but you're actually looking at the system in which the motor is used and the fact that the motor might not have to be at full capacity all the time and looking at it as this combined system. And that is, is that the drive combined application? Is that what that's called? Correct. Because for a CNRM motor, we call it CNRM drive application, you need a frequency converter for this technology. And yeah, people will say, yeah, but permanent magnets, it's uneven better, etc. And it's possible you get even more efficiency out of a motor with permanent magnets. But there are also disadvantages that if we bring technology on the market, we have to make it 
uh, available in such a way that everyone thinks like it's feasible. The return on investment needs to be possible to, to, to customers to say, let's go for this. You cannot make it too stretched because otherwise we have nice technology, but then it's only for a few. So with, with this uh, CNRM drive application, we are convinced that we can maybe even skip the IE4 step that regulations will force everyone in the coming two years and saying, let's look beyond that one. Yeah. So, Joris, I'd really like to look specifically at the IEC Low Voltage SYN RM. And what are the benefits to the customer of this motors and drives package together? By putting our SYN RM motors together with our drive application, we want to make more awareness around it and extend this kind of message into the market. And this is now where also Glenn comes in because they are like the pioneers the moment we have it available, how to bring that to a market and to an application and see how customers react. Why would they choose for a kind of a technology that is different than the old one? And why would they also uh, experiment with it? And what is then their experience with it? So that, that is what we want to have in this discussion going forward. And that, that makes total sense. So basically what you're saying is, um, well, I think you've actually used the phrase, it's the one-stop shop, not only for the motors, but for the drives, but also the maintenance. It's all that package to make it easier for your customers, which at this point, I would like to bring in one of your customers. Um, and this is Glenn Hickman, uh, who's a technical director at Centridge Limited. And so, Glenn, hello. And um, could you start by telling us about Centridge and what it does and your position in the industry? Yes. Um, well, we were established back in about 1985 and we started life as a traditional electrical wholesaler, uh, supplying electrical components to various industry sectors. And really over the last sort of 20, 20 years or so, we've transitioned the business from a traditional wholesaler supplying just components to now providing uh, automation, drive uh, and motor components uh, and a specialist in that field. Um, we've got a dedicated you know, team of electrical engineers uh, that can provide a wide range of services to the customers. And now we're looking really quite heavily into the, sort of the energy saving applications and where we can best sort of apply those technologies that uh, Yoris has been talking about earlier on. So basically, before you were providing small bits and, you know, bits here and there, and now you're providing packages to people. Yeah, yeah. in, in essence, yes. So we, we've moved from you know, what was a traditional sort of box shifting uh, type company, and, and we've now moved into sort of quite high tech, high sophisticated uh, products and services now. And, and who are your customers? Well, we have a wide range of customers. We deal with uh, automotive, um, we deal with aggregates, uh, food and beverage. And one of our key customers is uh, the water utility sector. Um, in the UK, the, the water utility sector uh, uses about 3% of the total electricity demand in the UK. And it's the, the fourth largest consumer of energy. And going back to what Yoris mentioned earlier on, uh, I think when you talked about the, the percentage usage of electric motors in industry was about 65%. When we look at water as a whole, we're looking in excess of 90%. So it's a massive, massive market for us as a business and presents some great opportunities going forward. And that's because to get water to places, you need pumps, which need motors. To be able to filter it, you need pumps, which need motors. You need motors in water treatment, water movement, like everywhere, don't you, really? Yeah, absolutely. And, and something that falls out of the sky for free, it costs so much to treat it, 
and, and provide water to your tap. You turn the tap on and there's a massive infrastructure behind it just to get that water out of your tap. Um, so could you outline some of the challenges that your organisation is facing with this drive to become more efficient? Excuse the pun. About sort of 20 years ago when climate change came into force, at that time energy was cheap and it was quite a difficult sort of concept to get people to, sort of, to buy into energy saving. You know, why, why, why pay the extra cost for a more efficient system when the cost of the fuel is relatively cheap? But since, 2000, since the year 2000, you know, energy costs have now increased. And I think we've seen a sort of 750% increase in electricity costs. And, and now it's a massive, massive driver for all businesses. Uh, and certainly for all our futures for climate change and reducing our carbon footprint, it, it's a key driver for everyone now. That's really eye-opening. Not only does being efficient help the planet, but it also makes business sense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's you know using these new technologies that ABB brought out. Um, they were a game changer back in in the early nineties when they bought out um, DTC, which is direct tour control. That was a big uh, key change in the marketplace, bringing out that new technology. And now we've got the same again with uh, the SYN RM motors. It's just a a massive, massive game changer uh, and something which you know, ABB should be very, very proud of. So can you talk to me about your needs that you had as a company and how the SYNRM motor and drive solution basically provided the answer to your questions that you were looking for as a business? As we start to move forward, we get you know, the law of diminishing returns. If we get more and more efficient, the gains are getting smaller and smaller. So that we have to think outside the box and do something differently. Um I think the best analogy I can I can give you for the scenario how it differs to any other technology in the marketplace. Imagine you're travelling around the globe. You've got this magnetic field, and we travel from north to south, and we have to travel the full circumference of the Earth. We deep with the Sinarm motor, we can now travel directly, virtually from north to south without going around the circumference. It's a it's a shortcut way of doing it, and it's a massive massive energy saving solution. And it, it's a technology that certainly ABB are certainly masters of it and leaders of it in, in the current marketplace. So is that why you chose ABB as your provider? Yeah, and we, we we looked around at other technologies. We looked at permanent magnet motors as an option. Um, it, it does have its downsides and its upsides. You know, you are still using rare earth materials to produce that kind of technology, and this technology uses standard components you now readily available it's also more efficient it's lighter uh, for customers in terms of handling the equipment it's it's about 20 30 percent lighter so for installations a lot easier and really it, the customers are now looking for these extra gains in efficiency to, to move that their steps forward towards a sort of carbon neutral uh, world that we're all aiming for so if you were to sum up the main advantages of using the SYNRM motor and drive solution compared to what you had before, what would you say? Yeah, I think from, from our customers have seen, I think, three three major advantages. One is the, the heat, just a reduction in heat. You can notice that as soon as you walk into a room, the heat's gone out that motor and it's a lot cooler to run so you can actually physically touch it now. And that means, you know, lower heat, lower temperature means increased efficiency. Correct. And that's you can notice that people don't always notice electricity going around a meter, but they can certainly feel the heat or motor. Mm-hmm. The second thing is the noise difference. We saw um, every application that we've done a seventy percent reduction in audible noise, which means yeah. as a working environment, you can walk into a, a pump room, a, a control room, and the noise is drastically reduced. 
And that's going to be kind for the environment and certainly from a health and safety point of view, customers can benefit from that. You know, you're not having to wear air defenders and it's a much, much more comfortable uh, environment to work in. Uh, and then obviously the final thing is the energy saving, which we're all aiming for. I mean, ultimately, that's that's the, the goal, the end game. Um, and, and we've seen figures of around between 5 to 10% saving with an average about 7% by moving oh, to this hell. technology. So it's it's definitely worth having. And for us, it's a it's an advantage. We don't have to pay the extra premium for the i5 technology, whereas compared to permanent magnets, is quite a, a price difference. So certainly it's got a cost advantage by using this, this technology for us. What has been the feedback from your colleagues? You say that the uh, the environment is quieter and cooler. And what have your colleagues had to say about that? Yeah, I think if we went back to 2000, I think 2012, when we did the first trial of the IE4 back then, um, we've got a, a big customer involvement with a, with a big project. And we did a six-month trial with the, with the CNRM motor. And when the, the the director, their water production director, walked into the building, the first thing he said, is the pump running? It was that quiet. <laughs> and before you had to wear your ear defenders and walk into that building, that was the, the most notable thing. So now, now, the, now, the, now the energy costs are still starting to increase. You know, we've seen that level now rise again. Um, now it's a as good a time as any to start moving towards this technology. It makes sense now we can actually, we can change older equipment for new equipment and we can still get good payback periods which the customers need yeah because of course whatever you do you pass on to the customer yeah and ultimately they need to save money that they can pass on to their customer and as a water customer you obviously you want to make sure that you're not paying any more water anymore for your uh, water comes out of the tap <laughs> completely so you pass them on to your customers that then pass them on to their customers that ultimately end up being the public yes ultimately yeah well thank you <laughs> <laughs> So what are your, like, I assume you're not stopping here, you know, technology is always advancing. What are your next steps on your journey to becoming more energy efficient? The main thing that we've, we've discovered with this NRM uh, package that AB produced is we, at one time we we're looking at individual efficiencies. So we looked at the motor on its own, we looked at the drive on its own. But with the CNRM IE5 package, which I think Joris may may have touched on, we're looking at the overall package efficiency. And, and that's a big difference for us. And when we start looking at the package efficiencies, we can see more and more opportunities going forward where we can make improvements to all sorts of processes. It doesn't have to be water. It can be even the recycling. It can be aggregates. It's anywhere. Uh, and it, it's just, yeah, it's just a game changer going forward. It's, yeah. Press the button. Let us uh, get, get on with it and find as many as we can. I like that. That's a proper idea. Just let's let's get on with it. <laughs> what what I love about talking to you two is um, I've learned so much in terms of this this whole new motor design, the CNRM. You know, it's not it's not your permanent magnet motor. It's not your induction motor. It's a whole new kind of motor. But in a way, that's not what you're shouting about. You're shouting about like, oh, yes, we've done this, but we're not happy with this. We actually wanted to integrate the drive and make the whole system more efficient. So the thing that I'm actually impressed by is simple in terms of what you're actually doing. And you're doing so much more. And so I just keep on being impressed. Like, wow. It's, well, it's what's needed. But the fact that it is now happening is is brilliant and fascinating at the same time 
Now, finally, we do have to wrap up as much as I would love to talk to you both forever. Um, looking to the future, obviously, there's COP26 meeting taking place in November in Glasgow in the UK, and the eyes of the world will be focusing on the commitments made to reach net zero emissions by 2050. So, Joris, can you give us the final word on just how important the industrial developments and advantages that we've spoken about today will be in terms of achieving net zero emissions? I think because of the total bill of electricity consumption by industry and in building applications on heating and ventilation, I think we have no other choice than support our customers bringing new technology to allow them to achieve these targets and even trying to do even better. And I know the pressure is going on on many big, large companies to reduce these emissions drastically and fast. So that's the reason why we say, Let's not just follow regulation. Let's now not just say, okay, we have IE3 motors and in two years it needs to be IE4. Let's take already the next leap. And the other part is that if we have to convince our customers um, that investing in the short term is important because the total life cycle cost of an application is not the application itself. It's the energy energy consumption over that last over total cycle that starts to make the bill. And here we have a challenge as, as a supplier company that we have to provide values for different departments in companies. So we cannot only talk to the people from maintenance because maybe they say we don't pay the energy bill. We have to make sure we have a value proposition for those who are engineering and production, but also to supply chain. So we really have to combine our forces uh, from not only technology point of view, application point of view, but also service point of view, how do we provide value to the different uh, departments on customer side? Because only combining all our forces here, we will be able to achieve these kind of targets and trying to do even better. That does just make sense to to do something as important as as far and as far reaching as making a whole system efficient you need to look at the whole system and that includes the whole system of people as well as machines. Yes. And, and, and to say it in the words of Glenn, because the customer voice is then even more powerful than ABB stating it, if he says heat, it's a cool motor. Not only cool from uh, the heat, <laughs> but it's a cool motor. <laughs> Second, if our application is not making the noise, it's good we have these podcast opportunities to make more noise about it because I want to convince more people. And last... As, as Glenn said, it's about that energy saving and reusing these uh, emissions. Uh, and we, we, we believe by offering good technology, we do, we're we turning the world around by not consuming it. And, and that's why we are making more noise around it. Brilliant. You're making the noise because the motor doesn't. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you two so much. I... I've loved this. Um, And as much as I could continue talking to you, um, we do have to say goodbye. But just before we do, could you give um, your final thoughts on the conversations that we've had? Let's go to you, Glenn, first. Yeah, I mean, we're we're now asking customers um, a challenge for us uh, to go to customers and say, you know, you take a picture of your nameplate of your motor and send that to us and let us work out what you can save going forward. And, you know, the, the opportunities to save energy are there. Let us have a look. Just send us a picture of nameplate and we'll do the rest for you. And, and it's as simple as that. We, we, we're keen. We've got the technology now and, and we can just, you know, we can deliver the savings that people are looking for. 
and the technology is there to back it up from ABB as well. So it's it, yeah, like I said before, let's just get on with it. It's a it's not a no-brainer, but you know, it's a considered purchase. But yeah, we're there, and we and we can start delivering savings uh, for the customer going forward. So yeah, let's get on with it. Brilliant, brilliant. So instead of asking them how they can um, be more efficient, you're saying just send us what you've got, and we'll figure it out for you. Yeah, simple as that. Send us what you've got, and we'll sort it out. Brilliant. And what are your thoughts, Joris? Uh, with the CNRM Drive solution, we provide more value to the customer beyond what is, let's say, by legislation needed. So we are really helping customers to look already advanced and see how we can achieve these objectives we all have to reduce emissions even faster. And uh, I, I will still conclude, like Glenn said, uh, it's a cool motor application. Uh, <laughs> no noise. So let's make more noise about what we accomplish here together. And by reducing energy, uh, uh, let's say consumption, reducing emissions, turning the world around by not consuming it. Brilliant, brilliant. And thank you both so much. Thank you. Thank you. That, unfortunately, is it for this week. A massive thank you to Joris Cockert and Glenn Hickman. Thank you so much for chatting to me. And the rest of you do join us next time as we find out more about ABB Motion and how they keep the world turning while saving energy every day. Why not drop us a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe to the Motion Podcast by ABB so you never miss an episode. I'm Fran Scott, and this has been a Fresh Air production for ABB. Listener.